Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 346 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Danielle. And she writes, uh, Dear Vidas, I purchased the Dakin Noel score f- through PayPal, but I have not received a link to a PDF. Can you please help? I would love to learn part of it for Christmas. Thank you very much, Danielle. Of course, I I have um, s- sent the score to her because sometimes those attachments get into the spam folder, you know, sometimes people don't notice them. So it's all solved. But I thought maybe we could talk a little bit uh, about this wonderful piece and I have the score in front of me. Do you know this? Yeah, sure. Duet. Mm-hmm. Grandeur, a duo by um, by Louis-Claude Daquin. And I have prepared the fingering and registration for three manual organ based on my performance in 2016 in our church. So let's see how many variations does it have. It has... It has... A lot. Five pages, right? And it starts... What do you think is happening in the first variation or the theme, maybe, Osha? I think the theme is you know, provided, exposed. In in how many voices? In two voices. Aha. Uh-huh. So the melody is then in soprano, and the bass in is in the in the left hand, but it's in the high range. It's like a duet of two solo treble instruments. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And I remember as we talked a few days ago that French music, if you would omit ornaments, mm-hmm. it would be probably boring. So now I'm looking at this melody and I'm thinking that ornaments gives a lot to this melody. Exactly. And this Christmas feeling, like like birds, like yes. chirping sound. Okay, the theme is clear. Then after the theme comes 
Cornet de Resi. And the theme was played by Cromorn or clarinet. And uh, in the Cornet de Resi, we have to play either with trumpet or with cornet, right, Osho? That's right. And how many voices do you see here? Also two. Also two, right. And uh, what's happening? Is it different from the theme or not necessarily? Well, it's a little bit different, but... Adding maybe more eight notes. True. And those eight notes are in a gal. What does it mean in a gal? Well, it's a French case? tradition when it's written, even notes that are written are played uneven. A little bit... That is, you need to that from a little bit. Maybe like triplets, maybe like uh, instead of two equal eight notes, sometimes you play, as you say, dotted notes, but sometimes you make uh, gentle um, swing, like make the first note longer and the second shorter. Yes, but of course you need to do it differently, because in French tradition if we would want you to play those eight notes equally, we would note it. Note it? Note it, mm -hmm. yes. It's like in jazz, you know, sometimes in you have to swing in order to provide a, a stylistically appropriate performance. Even though it's written equally, you, you play unequally. True. And if you would think about that famous No Charpentier's Tedeum, mm -hmm. that is uh, used for Eurovision's radio, for example, as a calling signal. Mm -hmm. We play it so nicely, you know, with dotted rhythms. But if you would take Lufayne's version of, you know, Charpentier interpretation, we play it so equally, and it just sounds so boring. Right. I cannot listen to it. And uh, I also sometimes play with one famous Lithuanian uh, saxophone player who likes this piece to play with the organ, and he always plays equally. And, and you cannot teach well, things. Well, I just think, you know, you need to learn things to find how other cultures, you know, treat similar things. And if you are playing French music, then you need to play it accordingly. Mm -hmm. So after that, after this um, uh, Cornet de Ressi comes Grandeur. Oh, what's Grandeur, Osha? Well, here already you have, you know, the big sound of the organ. Because it would be played with a reeds. Reeds, corneas and flutes, probably. So it would be mm. quite a big sound. You could even add uh, optional pedal sometimes. That's right. But I didn't. I didn't use the pedal. Well, I think that this, most of these noels were not intended, you know, to be played on the pedal board. Mm -hmm. So, you don't have to, to add it if you don't want. So, these are big chords, uh, three notes in the right hand and uh, one note in the left hand. It's just like keyboard harmony exercise. <laughs> nice. What comes next, Osha, in... In Cornet de Ressi, 
second double. Oh, this is what often happens in variation set. If we had like duplets before, now we have triplets. Uh -huh. So this sort of variation adds more vividity to to a set of variations because things seems faster now because you have three notes instead of two notes more energetic true and those two voices that we see are played on separate manuals Cornet is in the left right hand and uh, Cromorne is in the left hand so this is what's so fascinating about French music that you always have these you know dialogues between hands is does it seem difficult for you this variation not so much not yet. so much not yet. so much yet yes but then but then yes look at that long trill and then in the next variation the 60 notes comes so look how from duplets we went to triplets and now we have no 60 notes so the energy is building up right so you have to choose the tempo wisely at the beginning Sure, this is the thing about the piece, which is so, you know, made out of so many segments. You have to look at the most difficult spot, where the smallest note values are, and then you pick up the opening tempo accordingly to the hardest variation. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at this disposition of voices and figuration, it's just like Johann Pachelbel would write. Yes, it's similar. Mm -hmm. He also would start uh, his choral variations with chords, then with uh, eight notes, then with triplets, then with sixteen notes. And I think it's you know common not only for him or let's say in this settings. I think it's in general how the things are made, even in Swelling's music. Right. You start slow and speed up. Yes. And towards the at the end, grandeur. Um, we already had grandeur, right? But here we have more voices than in that grandeur, I believe. And what's happening at the in the last page of the third line here? Other echoes. Yes, and uh, even towards the end, more even more echoes between grandeur, C and echo. Three manuals, I believe. Are involved. I think echoes is one of the or two manuals, maybe two manuals. I think echoes is one of the nicest thing, you know, an organ mm -hmm. in general, especially if it's you know in a big church with large acoustics when it works extremely nice. Or maybe I was wrong. Actually, it's three manuals: uh, grandeur, then cornet, and cornet de echo. You have to close the box or or play cornet on a distant manual. Grandeur, cornet, echo, you see? Grandeur, yeah, so if you cornet, have three manual organ, use all three of them in such a spot. If you have only two manuals, but one is uh, with a swell box, then for the softest manual, you can just you know, play on the same swell manual with the box closed. Mm -hmm. So this is a very nice piece and... Uh, Especially now when the season is 
closing up, you know, getting. And there is still time to to practice and learn it, at least some parts of it. You don't have to play entire set if you are not advanced uh, with your technique. True, and uh, if you are willing to learn the whole set, then you know, start learning from the end, probably. Because those three last variations are the hardest one. Mm-hmm. And obviously check out our score with fingering and registration provided because this will save you many, many hours, I think. True. Thank you guys, this was Vidas. And Usha. Please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice... Miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, The sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner, and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vidas and Osha. Thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and... 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, 
when you practice, miracles happen.